I am so excited to be back on here with you all and also share some really exciting news. So our friends at BetterHelp are actually sponsoring this episode, um, as well as sharing an exciting new partnership with us together. So as you might know, mental health is a hugely important part of my life personally as a human and as an artist, but of course, also part of We Are Queens and our overall mission as it relates to redefining the starving artist myth. And of course, all the different mindsets that come with that, imposter syndrome, self-value, and more. So for me, therapy has been a huge factor in my personal journey to improving my mental health and happiness. And so I'm feeling very proud and grateful that we're partnering with such an incredible organization focused on promoting the same. So if you don't know, BetterHelp is the world's largest therapy service, and it's actually 100% online. So you can tap into a network of over 30,000 licensed and experienced therapists, and they can help you with a wide range of issues. And Also, to get started, you literally just need to answer a few questions about your needs and preferences in therapy, and they can even match you with the right therapist from the network so that you can talk to them whenever you feel comfortable, whether it's via text, chat, phone, or phone call. You can message them at any time and then also schedule live sessions when it's convenient for you. And of course, you can switch to a new one at no additional charge if for any reason it's not the right fit. So it's essentially a really great way to get the same professionalism and quality you would expect from an in-office therapy. But the therapist is custom picked for you, has more scheduling flexibility, and honestly, at a more affordable price. And I got some exciting news, which is that you can get 10% off your first month at betterhelp.com slash wearequeens. Um, that's betterhelp.com slash wearequeens. Um, we'll include the link in the description and feel free to reach out to us with any questions, but I'm rooting for you all on this journey. So without further ado, our episode today is with the fabulous Emma Zordon, and we will be talking all about redefining what it means to be a multi-hyphenate. Emma is literally the definition of a multi-hyphenate, not to mention her three college degrees, which she'll talk about shortly, Um, her current role as the digital marketing coordinator at American Ballet Theater, as well as being a board member as part of We Are Queens, and many, many more other incredible things as as part of her overall journey as an artist, um, a marketing professional, a human. She literally grew up dancing professionally. She'll tell us a little bit more about that later. So long story short, I'm super excited. Hey, Emma, so happy to have you on here today. So Emma, let's kick off um, with hearing a little bit more about the different organizations that you're currently working with today. Yeah, for sure. So currently I'm working for American Ballet Theater in New York City. Um, I'm the digital marketing coordinator, so I do everything social media related, um, anything digital, so a lot of content producing and stuff like that. Um, And then obviously I'm working with We Are Queens um, on their marketing team here and there, sort of leading the directors through, you know, weekly projects and figuring out what goes up on social media and on various platforms. And I think that really sort of covers it. I also do some some studio work at a dance studio back home in Cleveland, where I'm able to sort of do administrative duties from the competition side of that world. But yeah. You make it all sound so easy when in reality, the fact that you're able to juggle all this is amazing. It's, um, it's hilarious because I have no idea how I actually get through it on a day-to-day, but somehow we make it work and we fit everything in. <laughs> seriously, 
seriously, I feel like it all gets done every time I talk to you. It's like you're juggling all these things, but also like you fit in taking a class at BDC or you fit in like learning a new recipe to cook at home or like going to the gym at 6 a.m. And it's just like this human does it all. (laughs) I try. I really try. (laughs) I love it. I love it. Um, And if we kind of backtrack to, I guess, your college experience, um, where did you go to school? I know this because we went to the same school, but tell us where did you go to school and what did you study? How did your experience kind of shape what you're doing today? Yeah. So I went to the University of Michigan, Go Blue. Um, and I met <laughs> you there, baby. so that's where all this started, which is very exciting to look back on. Um, but at school, I actually, I entered as an undecided um, freshman and was like, you know what, I'm going to study medicine. And so I took the pre-med route and studied a track at UMish called Biopsychology, Cognition, and Neuroscience. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, you know, I'm like halfway through school and I'm like, it just sort of sucks. You know, maybe this isn't the path that I want to take. And so I had already gotten so far in that degree. I was like, you know what, I might as well finish it. But then let me add on the more humanitarian approach to what I was already studying. So I decided to get another degree in psychology um, because I was a little bit more interested in people and social like workings of, you know, just more human stuff and less of like the the brain and the inner workings. Um, And so I I had those two degrees sort of lined up, uh, ready to go. And then for some reason, you know, my junior year came and I said, why not? I'm going to study music as well. And so I got a degree in violin performance um, from the School of Music, Theater and Dance, which, you know, it's just, it was one of those things of like, I've always loved music. I played a ton of music, um, did a bunch of tours internationally as a kid for violin. And so I was like, you know what, I'm just going to go forward and do this. So that's, I ended up with three degrees in very drastic different parts of (laughs) the school. And, uh, Came out the other side, uh, somehow landing myself in marketing, but having zero business experience whatsoever under my belt. So, you know, it's just one of those things that you look back on and you kind of chuckle and think, I don't know how that happened. But I, there were a ton of things in undergrad that I learned now, now that I look back, that have really helped me to figure out what I'm doing in my current life. I, I was really lost, um, especially mm-hmm. when COVID hit and I graduated straight into the, the pandemic. Um, but I think really the biggest part was networking in college, meeting people from all different sorts of backgrounds and learning about how I can navigate this professional world or the, the world of adulting, as we like to call it, um, in ways that are less traditional than just you get this degree and then you go into this field. Um, and you'll also see, I, I danced in, in college too. Um, that actually became a huge part of my life, but I wasn't focused on it. I didn't study it, but I was constantly surrounded by people who loved it and a lot of those people are now in the professional industry, which is really amazing to see. So I think that sort of kept up my passion for dance in college. Yeah. Um, just, you know, being surrounded by that mentality and like seeing everyone go towards that path. And so, you know, ABT was never really on my radar in the, my first couple of years of college. So I was so focused on medicine, but then I started going back and realizing like, do I really want to study something that will pay my bills or do I want to study something you know like do I want to go into the real world with something that I am passionate about and you know can see myself doing for many years and decided to take the latter path for that and honestly like I'm very much enjoying where I'm at now I think a lot of the time management skills that I learned really translated into my current career path Mm. Um, and I wouldn't have gotten those uh, in you know any other way than just bulldozing my way through undergrad and trying to figure out what the heck was going on yeah if that makes sense no 100 percent. 
I feel like there's two big buckets that you touched on that I'd love to dig deeper in. Yeah. One is this time management piece, both from like a scheduling perspective, as well as like a mindset management perspective. Yeah. Um, and then the other is let's talk about how dance has directly translated to your non-performing roles, but we'll start, we'll start kind of like time management piece. What are some tips that you think about today to help you manage your schedule and, you know, still be productive and on top of everything? Yeah, you know, I had a very interesting time in college because I have always been a procrastinator. Like since high school, I would wait really more to write an essay. Oh yeah, it was really oh my bad God. in high school. Um, I would stay up like pollinators, and this this happened in my first years of college too. So uh, you know, you know, I wasn't writing essays. I was staying up studying for exams the entire night before, and then getting zero hours of sleep and um, going to the exam with you know this short term memory idea that I would I would remember everything. And sometimes it worked, and most of the time it didn't. But <laughs> I realized halfway through college that, that that mindset kind of had to change and I had to think more about my priorities and what I really wanted to get out of each class and each thing that I was putting my mind to. So I had a schedule, you know, I had a planner that I stuck to and it was really just about waking up every morning. I used to not be a morning person, but then I said, you know, what? I'm going to go to class at 8 a.m. and just force myself to get up and go and go not because I'm dreading sitting through a lecture, but go because I'm going to get something out of it. Um, and that was sort of a mindset that I laid into is I have to leave every class as much of, a, like, even if I hated the class, I have to leave it with some sort of knowledge that I didn't have prior to that. Oh, and yeah. that really helped me get through the classes that I hated and enjoy the ones that I loved even more. Um, but yeah, just scheduling, you know, like really prioritizing, not putting things off to the very last second, which is easier said than done. Um, I always felt so much better when I had accomplished, you know, X, Y, and Z on my checklist uh, you know, way ahead of deadline rather than being like, oh, I have to get this done before midnight when it's due on canvas. <laughs> right. But yeah, I think that was important. And I love crossing things off. That is like my, my personal favorite thing to do. Even in work now, I'm like, I will write out by hand my list of things to do and drawing that single line across it when it's completed is like yes. the best feeling in the world. <laughs> oh my God. Yes. 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 Have, you have you ever heard of the paperclip? Um, rule or trick I guess yeah I have oh my god that's also a great one yes to your point of like seeing things crossed off like that's the best there's just like such a satisfaction like seeing like a cup or a jar fill up with paper clips right when you move from one to the other like whatever works you like physically doing it just gives you such a good feeling and it's like a brain it's like a you release all those endorphins that are like yes you know I accomplished something and it's just a feel-good moment Look at you. It's as if you studied psychology or something. I know, right? <laughs> I love it. Hard I love to it. believe. <laughs> I love it. Um, okay, cool. And so then the other bucket, I guess, that you mentioned dance, and you totally have underrated your dance background. Um, Emma literally did it professionally before she even went to college and has a whole background. And, you know, this can honestly be a conversation for another time. But Tell us about what types of things you've learned from dancing that have directly translated to what you're doing today. Yeah, you know, it's funny because I had this whole ballet background before I went to college and then put that by the wayside. And I think for the most part, dance and just the way that you put yourself into the world and how you walk and how you surround yourself with people and your interactions with them um, in the studio has really translated to how you interact with people, either like on the street, in your adult life, at work. Um, and just knowing how to approach people in different manners and how to interact with them and how to build those relationships with them has been a really integral part of moving into this adulthood 
Um, and especially at work, you know, I'm going into a job that I wasn't expecting to be in and, and that sort of thing. And just navigating the ups and downs of everyday life, knowing that dance has created a culture that you abide by. And whether that's in the studio, on a, on a hip hop team, in a ballet class, um, and, and figuring out how you can place yourself in each of those circumstances. And then take that knowledge that you have and move it towards the corporate world or an audition or whatever it may be that comes your way, I think has been a huge turning point for me. Yeah. I honestly agree with my life. I feel like there's so many different nuggets from like, like you're saying the collaboration side of things when you're actually in class or in a rehearsal to just like the preparation, right. When you're getting ready for whatever it is that, I mean, even just being able to work under pressure, like that's something that we're taught from day one as dancers or honestly, like have to teach ourselves and figure out right. like, that's like day to day in adult life is having Absolutely. to find, you know, solutions and new ways of doing things when, you know, something doesn't go as planned. Yeah. And it's so interesting because dance is such a nonverbal, I mean, not such, it, it is a nonverbal form of communication. And so I think that really pushes you to understand your interactions with people on a different level than if you were to just speak out loud and communicate those, those words. And I, I, if more people can take that with them in the world and just understand how to utilize those interactions, even without talking and and how to get your point across without necessarily coming for people or communicating that verbally, it's a huge win-win for everyone. I love that for sure. hundred percent. So, okay, let's wrap up with thinking about an affirmation. So an I am statement um, that you'd like to share to empower yourself, our listeners, me, um, on this journey to redefining what it means to be a multi-hyphenate. Um, because it's obviously so clear that that is everything that I think you stand for and, um, exemplify and what you, and who you are. Yeah. I, my, I am statement would personally, this has been a big one for me is I am growing. Um, and that I apply to quite literally everything from like (laughs) getting up in the morning and figuring out a new skincare routine to going to work and figuring out something that you've just been thrown that you don't have any idea how to do. And I think everyone, there's like a point when you can reach those little successes, but every single one of those successes adds up to be something bigger. And so in that case, you're always growing something more and more with every step that you do in your life. Yeah. Oh my God. Make it my new phone wallpaper background. I love that. (laughs) Perfect. Such a, such an amazing thing about this growth mindset and just like this opportunity to continue growing and trying new things. And just like experimenting and playing that like nothing is ever, ever stuck. Yeah. And don't be afraid to try new things. I think you're never going to know what you can accomplish unless you, you put your feet in a little bit and just try it for the first time and you'll, you'll see if you like it or not. Totally. Oh, I love this. Thank you so much, Emma. You're incredible. And all of your nuggets of wisdom are so lovely and insightful um, to me. And I'm sure will be to everyone who's gotten a chance to listen. Yeah, thank you for having me. It was a pleasure.